Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon in a remote location. That's right. Uh, my name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ryan, we're about here in Paladero Canyon. We are. Another great event. Yes. 16 years. 16 big ones. Um, it's fixing to happen. It is. Um, this will air after it's happened. Yes. So let's hope that all the weather has passed and all the rain has Gone where elsewhere besides the canyon. And all the riders won their awards and raised all their money and had a blast. And everybody's home safe. That's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, if you're listening to us, you're probably thinking, what is going on? We're at the Pete's and Pondacetta pre ride party. Pete's Pondacetta pre ride party. That's four. It's a lot of peas. That is a lot of peas. Yeah. And so, with uh, Pam. And with Pam and Ryan, which is not a pea, but Parnell. That's right. Parnell. So here's the cool thing, right, Pam? We get to talk to some great folks that we, we've come to meet that are here to participate that are cancer survivors and uh, tell us their story, right? That's right. This is one of my favorite episodes. It was our favorite episode of last year. And yes. So I can't wait to hear from these survivors. Yes. And so, as you said, last year, if you haven't listened to last year's, go listen to it. It was a great episode. I'm sure, obviously, this one it will be just as equally as great. Yes. So let's jump right in, right? Yes. Okay. I'm super excited because... Um, this is someone I've known for a, quite a while and um, actually has been on our podcast before. That's right. Uh, and super, super excited because uh, we have Rhonda Robison joining us today. How hey, are you, Rhonda? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good, 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 good. Glad to be here. Well, we are super stoked that you're here with your family mm-hmm. and uh, participating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk about that as well. Rhonda has a record here mm-hmm. at yes. 24 Hours in the Canyon. We'd like to hear from the record holders. The record holders. Yeah, yes. so we're not, we don't just pull regular old regular guests. That's right. We don't. <laughs> Mine will never be broken. That, well, <laughs> you, you, and that's okay. Maybe it's a challenge to our listeners. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. So, Rhonda, well, let's start with this. Let's tell our listeners where you're from, and then tell us tell them about yourself. I am from Irving, Texas. I uh, was, I guess, diagnosed with uh, breast cancer in August of 2015. I... Uh, thought I was doing a preventative surgery to prevent getting cancer since it's in my family with the bright gene and they found it in the tissue they removed and so then I had to have four treatments and um, it's cancer is kind of an eye-opening not only for just yourself and your family but it is also for those around you you're in tune to listen to what they're saying giving them suggestions you might want to go check this Mm -hmm. or you might want to go see this person Mm -hmm. don't ignore it yeah stay on top of it you know Mm -hmm. kind of situation so so how has your battle changed the outlook of your life i'm just attuned i'm staying attuned to my my body myself (laughs) you know and like i said those around me too but you know just making sure that I can't say I go out and eat right and I don't say I go out and exercise right but I stay attuned to myself and know 
my body and understand where I'm at and what's going on. Yeah. So, Ron, I have to ask, curious, um, what is the record that Rhonda holds? Well, that's what we were just about to talk about. So, uh, Rhonda, um, I met Rhonda for the very first time by way of Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, if you remember when we were giving those pink T-shirts away, yes, and somebody commented on there that she needed one, mm-hmm. and we sent her a pink T-shirt, and all of a sudden we start getting, you know, uh, conversing back and forth, and they say, "Hey, we're coming to Palo Canyon. We want to meet you. We want to check it out. We want to. We want to give us give us a tour." And I'm like, "Well, wait a minute. You're you're a survivor. Da, da, da. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, come on." So we, my son Bryson, and I meet. Rhonda and David, and uh, Rhonda had just finished. Four months, four months out. She had just finished treatment, four months out, and decides she's going to go ride. And Bryson took them, and I said, hey, go slow, because he was young and eager. And they rode for a while, mm-hmm. and then they sign up for 24 hours. And they come back and ride in tutus from the start, and Rhonda's record is... Four hours and 24 minutes. Which is the longest lap. The fastest lap that year was 32 minutes. (laughs) But here's the deal. What At that point, it was six months. Wasn't Mm -hmm. it six months out of treatment? Yes, six months out. So six months out of treatment, she's on her bike, and and riding a mountain bike, not road bike, mountain bike, eight and a half miles, four hours and 24 minutes. With a huge tutu. With a big Not just a tutu, but a huge tutu. Yeah. If I remember right, we had some of those pictures up in our office. We did. We did. Some of my favorites. It is. It is. So, let's, Rhonda, let's talk about why you participate in 24 hours. Oh, I just, just being with everybody with the same focus in mind, you know, that, a gear of trying to find help for those that are going through cancer treatments or after cancer treatments. I mean, it's just like a family when we get here. I mean, yeah, there's competitors out there, but yet when I was doing my race, I had many of them stop me and go, can I give you water? Can I give you nourishment? Can I give you you're doing good. You mm-hmm. can do it. You know, kind of stuff. And that's just how everybody is down here in the canyon. I, I always say, welcome to the 24 Hours in the Canyon family. Exactly. And it really right. is a family. I mean, because just like it's, that. It's even if it's there's competitors yes. in it. Those competitors will stop and help yep. somebody else. Yeah. You know, and I just think that's really cool. It says a lot about the race. And and I think, um, you know, the cool thing about it is that. No one, as you just said, you know, you're going through treatment and, and you have an amazing support system in your husband. Oh, absolutely. And you you weren't alone. Just like when you rode your bike out there, you weren't alone uh-uh. at all. I had a team of people that I didn't even know. <laughs> that yeah. were you on. Yes. yes. So this year, um, 24 has a different little meaning to you, right? Yes. Last year, too. Last year. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because I did lose my daughter to breast cancer last March and um, but we've we've done great you know and there's an I'm excited of what all is going to happen I'm riding again this year yes yes and for Jessica are you trying to beat the record no your personal I'm personally going to drop at least 24 
minutes. So oh. four, going for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to do it faster this time. You, you will. You will. will. And you I will. forgot to say, too, Pam, um, Rhonda got a special present before she came and did her first 24 hours, right? Uh, She's looking at David, like, what are you talking David about? David had your bike. Oh, yes. He had my bike power-coated pink. So awesome. Yes. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, and he rides first lap with a pink bike and his pink tutu. Mm -hmm. So how many people do you have on your team this year? 61 yes. people yes. on our team this yeah. year. And and that is a record, Pam. You're that is a record. to break all records. I am. Superstar. <laughs> it is a big record. So 61 team members. Never had that many. I think mm -hmm. the highest we had, if I remember, I looked it up because when I was telling David, mm -hmm. I want to say it was in the 50s. And um, 61 is going to be hard to break. But I'm telling you, if there's somebody who could break it, I believe it is them. Yes. We'll um, break it next year. They have an army. Um, and it's an amazing army. <laughs> and it's so cool. Because here's the thing. It's all in remembrance and honoring Jessica. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody put fight like JP mm -hmm. before their team names, mm -hmm. you know, just to, because everybody, if you knew her, you loved her. And she was just one of those contagious people Yeah. that could just draw everybody in and... Her fight was an amazing fight. She she really had a positive attitude through it all, all the way to the end. Yeah. You know? what, what does it mean to you, if I can ask, mm -hmm. to have um, such a humongous group that say, I want to be on this team? It, 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 it impacts us, both David and yeah. I, it, immensely. I mean, well, it makes... I'm super excited, and I think you know when when we talked about this, and we were saying that we wanna we wanna make this happen. Mm -hmm. You know, here's mm -hmm. your opportunity. Mm -hmm. Here's your opportunity. You know, this would be cool. Mm -hmm. And um, you guys took that challenge on and really blew the blew the socks off the record. Yes. So, yes. so Ron, um, here we are sitting, looking at Paladura. You have a special guest right beside you. I do. I do. And I, you know what I think we should do? What's that? I think we should let Rhonda introduce oh, our guest. Yes. Because uh, you guys listening, um, and then we'll switch headphones for sure, but you guys listening are in for a treat. That's right. Um, I, I tell you, I, I got to meet this young man earlier today, um, but I have been following him by way of, what 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 does he call David? No, no. No, no. I knew it was something. No, no. But so David I've been, doesn't always... You know, doesn't tell him no, no. No, I'm never, sure he doesn't. Never, <laughs> never. I'm sure he doesn't. So uh, I've been following him and his um, athletic abilities by way of David. Now, uh, he's going to do some cool stuff, and we're going to talk about that. But, but Rhonda, would you please introduce to our listeners our next guest? Yes. This is my grandson, my number one grandson, Tanner Preston. He is the son of our daughter, Jessica Preston that passed away in March of last year and he's nine years old mm -hmm. and it's my understanding he is the youngest rider signed up to ride in the canyon this year he is 
He absolutely is. Now, he's not just riding. He's on a competitive, your competitive team. Right. Yes. He's on your competitive team. So yes. that is different than just riding. Right. Let's make that clear. That is. Let's make that very clear. I'm impressed. Nine years old and competitive. Yes, absolutely. And he's very competitive. We're yeah. Him too. Yeah. Let's let's talk. Let's get Tanner in here. Ryan, as um, Tanner's getting on the microphone, you know, he came over here. I know. And brought me some tissues. Are you going to make me cry? Yes. You are? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Ryan, uh, I think you might have to take I might have to take well, you gave me just a, a tiny square. <laughs> you only got so, one square. Tanner, let's 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 start with let's start with who your name. Your you uh what now I know you call David No no. What do you call Rhonda? Rhonda. Rhonda. Rhonda D, right? Yes. Well just, just Rhonda. Oh just Rhonda. Yeah. Okay. All right. So tell us where you're from. I'm from uh, Irving, Texas. Irving, Texas. Uh, you're from Waxahachie. Wa He's from Waxahachie. That's all right. That's okay. Kind of nervous. That's okay. We were talking about where I was born. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. You, but you, where do you live? Uh, Waxahachie. You Texas. live in Waxahachie. All right. So, I think Pam, we should we should have Tanner tell us what. Let's let's talk about this. What are you most looking forward to this weekend? I'm looking forward to just a good race. Yeah. And what are you gonna race? I'm racing in the hill climb tonight. Yeah. Uh, and down in the canyon tomorrow. So up that hill. Yeah. That we're looking now, at? hang on a second, Pam. <laughs> hang on a second. I know because I'm friends with David on Facebook, and I know that Tanner has already done one hill climb Today? yesterday. Yes. Correct. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, for those of you that are listening and don't know, this is a 1.1 mile, and that doesn't sound much. Okay, 1.1 mile. However, it's straight up. It's from the bottom of the canyon. All the way to the top, um, you know, about 800 feet of elevation change. I'm looking at it right now. That's it's steep. steep. It is very yes. steep. And it's done at night, 10, 10 p.m. So, Tanner, tell us, the very first one you did yesterday, how was it? It was painful. It hurt my legs so much. Like. Yes. So are you ready for tonight? Yes. Yes. And 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 how, how long, do you know how long it took you? Last night it took me 16 minutes. Okay. 16 minutes, Pam. I don't know if I can get up my car in 16 minutes. Yeah, 16 minutes. Uh, that's what's crazy because um, that's super fast. That I mean, <laughs> when you think about it, that's that's fast. Nine years old. Nine years old. Nine years old. Mm -hmm. And looking forward to a good race this weekend. So, Tanner, do you mind sharing with us what what your what's what 24 hours this year means to you? Um, I think it means having a good race, having fun, meeting other people, maybe riding for my mom. Yeah. Do you have some good memories about your mom? Yes. Yes. Did she like watching you ride your bike? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know that you, you rode your bike a lot at Fun Valley. Yes. With, with Nono. Mm hmm Um, I grew up going to Fun Valley as well. It's a fun place. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's, it, um... So you're riding this weekend for your mom. Yes, I am. And you're, how does it make you feel having such a large team of people supporting you and your mom? It feels good. Mm -hmm. It feels good for people to support. And even people who don't even know her, they're yes. on the team. Yeah. And maybe wanted to ride for her, 
even though they didn't know. Yeah. That's I think so cool. I, yes, mm-hmm. I I think so too. You know, um, Nono and Rana know a lot of people. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's he, you see that face? He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're they're here to support you. They're here to support in in memory of your mom. Yes. And then also support your grandparents. Mm-hmm. And, and that, I think that it's awesome. You're part of a, 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 a large, large extended family. Yes. Do you have a special memory with your mom? Yeah. Um, Do you mind sharing? Yes. So we went down this huge roller coaster. I hate roller coasters. Like, it went straight down. <laughs> oh, I don't do roller coasters either. It, that looks like the, how it would coming down. Like, that looks like a roller coaster mm-hmm. coming down. Yeah, yeah, it does. Did she scream like a girl? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did you scream like a boy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you say? Uh, uh, I don't do roller coasters at all. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but do, but your mom yeah. had a good time. Yes. Yes. She's crazy. Uh, no, no, is no, no's crazy. No, Ron I mean, Ron is crazy. <laughs> Ron yeah. Is yeah. Well, and I I think you know. Tanner, I, I think it's cool that you're and, and amazing that, that you're here today. You know, you're here to, to share with our listeners and share with us a little bit about this and that you're not just participating, you're competing and you're doing the hill climb. Mm-hmm. I know I know your mom would be proud of you. Yes, I do too. Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, do you have any other things you'd like to share with our listeners at um, all? If y'all want to know, she was diagnosed with breast cancer January of 2019. Yes. Yeah. That was a hard time probably for you and your sister, huh? Mm-hmm. But you are strong and you're going to go climb up that hill with your bike? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, so I, I don't know if you know this. Do you, do, have you ever watched the Tour de France? No. Okay. So the Tour de France, they ride road bikes. You're riding a mountain bike. It's totally different, yes. right? So in, in the Tour de France, they, they say that the, the person who is leading the race wears a yellow jersey, right? So they wear the yellow jersey. It's called the Maillot Jaune in French. I don't speak French, but that's all I speak, man. That's all I speak. This is because I watch the – anyway, that's all on that. So they say they – over there, they say that the, the uh, person wearing the yellow jersey – uh, the Mayo Jean wearing the yellow jersey, the leader of the race, that w- that that jersey gives them wings, right? Mm-hmm. So that they have this extra boost of energy and they have this extra oomph behind them. I know for a fact, Pam, that this weekend you will have an extra boost behind you. Yes. I know you will, and I know that uh, your whatever jersey you wear will give you wings. Yes. And I know that your mom is with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go out there and have some fun, okay? I will. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. Show, you know, uh, Rana and Nono, you know, how, how to get around the trails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, Pam, I appreciate you coming on and sharing from your heart and sharing to our listeners. Um, means a lot. And I'm so happy to know you. I'm proud to know you. And I'll see you out there on the hill climb and I'll see you out there at the race. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you. you guys so much. Pam, our next guest, 
uh, is um, has a cool name, and I'm, I'm I think Why this do is going to well, this is going to be easy for our listeners to, to understand and, and 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 listen to. So uh, Ryan McMahon is joining us. Ryan, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be here. Awesome, awesome. Well, tell us where you're from. I'm from Ada, Oklahoma, home of Blake Shelton and uh, Ada Cougars. <laughs> now Cougars. is it Gwen Stefani too? Uh, no, but I have seen her there in Ada before. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Yep. Ryan, you probably don't even know who Blake Shelton is. No, I do. And I tell you, the only re- uh, the only reason I do is because my family, we watch The Voice. Okay. So I see Blake on there. You yeah. know, he does the finger above himself <laughs> and mm-hmm. all of those things. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, you know, Ada's not a big town. It's not. And to have stars there like Gwen and Blake, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, as a kid, my mom was friends with his mom, and I'd always hear stories like, oh, Blake's playing at the McSwain. He's moved to Nashville. He's got a number one hit. And I was like, what? You know, like, <laughs> That dude? Yeah. <laughs> so, it was, that so, was, mm-hmm. so, Ryan, tell us a little bit about your cancer. My, uh, my story is very different. Um, but in 2016, I had a lot of weird health stuff happen and didn't really know what it was from. And then in 2017, I was at work one day. Thankfully, I was working in a medical clinic, and uh, I got nauseated, and I went to the bathroom, and I just threw up pretty much like a pitcher of blood, and uh, first thought was like, oh, my spleen exploded, which is completely irrational, but Mm -hmm. I'd heard stories about people breaking their spleen and stuff like that, and so that was the first thought. Um, And then I got taken to a hospital. I had three of those life-threatening bleeds in the span of two weeks. And uh, and in one of the hospitals, they found out I had like a JAK2 mutation, which is a gene mutation that causes a myeloprolif- myeloproliferative neoplasm. And so that signals sig- uh, messages to your bone marrow, which has to do with your blood, uh, like white blood count, mm-hmm. red blood count, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And uh, it essentially the reason that stuff was happening was from a blood clot from the blood condition yeah. thing. You said you worked in the medical field. What do you do? I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Oklahoma, and uh, I was just lucky. I At that time, I was working in various locations, and I happened to be working at a hospital that day, so... yeah. Uh, you know, they had well, nurses on me pretty quick. That was perfect timing. Yeah. You know, Pam, it, it's not lost on me um, that Ryan says, well, I, I busted my spleen. I mean, can you relate? I can certainly relate. <laughs> oh, and, man. Uh, wow. I, my spleen ruptured when I was four. Oh, my gosh. My brother and I were, long story, but my brother and I were jumping off of bar stools and landing in chairs and uh-huh. uh, and then bean bags. And I ruptured my spleen, which led to a... Um, diagnosis of potential diagnosis of lymphoma wow. which did not pan out because I had a biopsy and it turns out what it was the thought was lymphoma was spleen mm-hmm. tissue left over from that injury yeah which ultimately led to the creation of 24 hours and why we're here today wow. <laughs> so it's interesting <laughs> and, and it's, it's like so I was, I was like losing my focus all of a sudden because I'm oh, like yeah. oh my gosh here we yeah this uh-huh. is amazing unbelievable um but no I think um being in the right place as you were mm-hmm. at the right time, yeah. would you say made 
a tremendous difference? I would say that made a big difference because I was working an hour away from home and had it happened uh, like an hour later, I would have been on I-35 driving back home on the side of an interstate, Yeah. not knowing what the heck is going on. Uh, but the scariest one was one that happened two weeks after that, and I got metaflotted and uh, stuff like that. But thankfully, I got connected with a surgeon up at the uh, Cleveland Clinic, mm-hmm. and there's some of the really pioneers of, of some some of the surgeries that they do and they took on my case uh and i had like a nine hour operation in 2017 and i have like this really big bmw type or mercedes uh-huh. scar it's like down yeah, yeah boom yeah yeah i just need to get the circle to complete it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah and i i go see a hematologist every five months and i've been fortunate um you know like my blood levels and stuff have been uh, normal, but you know, anytime I could go in and that could totally change. Sure. Yeah. How has that diagnosis changed your outlook on life? Well, it's not so much the diagnosis, it's, it, it's that experience of like nearly dying. And mm-hmm. you know, if medical technology was what it was 100 years ago, I would not be here right now. Like, I yeah. definitely would have you know passed away in 2017 so uh i I consider these my bonus days and it it also really made me evaluate and and clarify what my values are in life and you know my relationships with people are important Uh, i like to have fun Uh, my relationship with my higher power which i kind of get that i like that term I've got that from working at the Chickasaw Nation. Um, you know, that stuff's real to me. Everything else is, I don't let small stuff, like, bother me yeah. that much. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, like a lot of stuff that I would get upset over or that people generally get upset over today, like, you know, I'm just like, eh, is that really that big of a deal? And right. Like, I, I, I totally can years. relate to that because... Mm-hmm. Even though, of course, I, I always say I didn't I didn't have to go forward with treatment, mm-hmm. but it is a complete change of outlook mm-hmm. and a complete. You're right. The small stuff. I mean, it's is it really worth you know worrying about that? Is it really worth? I mean, this is what's most important. Time yeah. and etc. Yeah. You know, being a part of your family, your relationships. Uh-huh. Absolutely. So, Ryan, tell our listeners why you participate. In 24 hours, and you've been—you were here last year. Yeah. You were here again this year. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Why? Why do you participate in 24 hours? Well, some friends got me involved in it in 2014. Unfortunately, I didn't quite make the event, but I was on the team that year. But um, to me, it's always been a time to remember the people that I've known and who have had a, a big impact on my life, who have passed away from cancer um and so there's there's like that meaning to it and then there's also obviously the variable that i really like to ride bicycles right so, yeah that helps so if i was into ping pong i probably wouldn't be here yeah <laughs> but, uh, uh so you know it's it's i mean it's it's beautiful the trails are amazing the scenery is amazing it has a completely awesome cause and you get to do it with a bunch of uh, friends, yeah. you know, that, that come here I from mean, Oklahoma. I mean, there's no 
uh, bad pieces there that you just said. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all, yeah. why not? So are you part of that competitive or non-competitive team? Well, uh, I'm, I'm, I think we're on the competitive team because they're like, oh, we've won, you know, years in the past. And, uh, like, last year I wanted to do solo, and I did solo. And this year I'm practicing self-compassion. And my, my goal this year is to just maximize the fun that, yeah. that I had. Last year was kind of painful. Yes, yeah. and you know, you talked about mental health and being in the mental health field. And mm-hmm. how important is that for our survivors to take care of their mental health? Man, I think our mental health is is just as important as our physical health. And there's uh, a high comorbidity, high comorbidity of physical health problems, you know, causing mental health problems. And uh, and it kind of goes vice versa you know based on a lot of like research it's been in the past 30 years but um yeah i like it's what i do for a living and uh you know if, if there's anybody out there listening to this that's thinking about you know calling and, and seeing a counselor i would highly encourage you to do it yeah uh, there's all sorts of experiences that people go through and of having cancer yes and i can guarantee you if you think you're alone you're not alone right. and you know uh, even even like what we were talking about earlier you know sometimes people have a part of them that's like i've got to be strong for my family yeah. and and you know i work with that some and 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 then i guess another thing to add is you know a lot of times it, it creates a lot of anxiety Mm-hmm. And, and people often come and see me and they're like, oh my gosh, I've got this anxiety. I want to get rid of it. And, but really, it, it sounds kind of weird, but that, that anxiety is, is just wanting us to be protected. And I have a little story. I mean, it's 30 seconds, so I might as well say it. Yeah. But So like whenever I had those, uh, those bleeds in 2017, like, after I had the surgery, I came back here. I signed up too late to to do the competitive event, so I think I did the Ghost Rider, and I was like, man, I'm just going to try to go, like, find out what my limit is. And I was getting pretty exhausted at the end of the night, but, like, riding out in the middle of the night without cell phone coverage, there was, like, a part of me that was, like, worried, like, oh, my gosh, what if I have one of these bleeds again, yeah. you know? And it totally freaked me out. Uh but, you know, a lot of times people kind of see anxiety as, like, not being on their team. They kind of see it as an opponent. But, but really, um, when you get down to it, and there are, like, I wish I could yak a lot more about these therapy methods and, and, and different approaches. But, uh, you know, that, that anxiety is just typically there because it has concerns, like, for our health for our family members, right. uh, different things like that. And and so, yeah, I'd just like to encourage people to make that phone call. And, uh, you know, there's, I know some sometimes there's like a stigma around mental health. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I see that changing, and I hope that it continues to change because, you know, like, when I go see my doctor up in Oklahoma City, 
you know, like I tell my boss, like, hey, I've got, I've got a treatment. Got to go. Yeah, and um, and so there's there's no stigma about that, but for whatever reason, like if if there's mental health stuff, people sure. are generally. Ryan, as I'm listening to Ryan, I'm thinking, you know, we're really blessed. Yes. We're blessed at the center. We have a licensed professional counselor. We do. That um, is a free resource because mm-hmm. of the people that fundraise that come out to this crazy event. Um, yes, and then that's great. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, here's what's wonderful about it. And, and you being, I didn't mean to interrupt Pam, but here's what's cool. And, and you may have been going there, and I sincerely apologize. <laughs> this is what's so cool because I get so excited uh-huh. because of what happens this weekend. We're able to provide a licensed professional counselor to see folks as many times as they need to be seen. That's great. That, that with with no, it is no charge. That's there, even better. There's no wow. there's no limit. We know we let Tiffany, we let Liz, we let them decide how how often they need to see them, when they need to see them. And, and have for how long they need to see them. Um, that's what's so cool about that because I know in the in the Man. world of LPCs, yeah. there is a limit. There You have to insurance. jump through some hoops for yeah. insurance. You have mm-hmm. to make yeah. that. We don't have that issue. That is a huge blessing. And so. And it couldn't have happened without the fundraising. That goes on. Like, yeah. Hey, that's right. this race. Yeah. And the other thing is, as you said about a stigma, um, we did another podcast, and I encourage, if you're listening, even if you're not local, if you're listening, you know, you're from Ada, you know Ryan, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. um, listen to our podcast on this breaking the stigma around counseling. Sweet. Uh, Tiffany came on, talked about what it is, what it's not. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's this, you know, perception of, oh, my gosh, she's going to give me all this homework. Oh, I got to go home and I got to do this and mm-hmm. I got to sit on the couch and tell them all my problems and mm-hmm. I walk away feeling worse than I actually did when I was here, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. and, and so those are all not the case. And uh-huh. so the we want to make sure everyone understands that this is really what it's about is getting you over whatever hump you're on. Yeah, totally. My job is essentially for people to not come back and see me, you know, I want to get them to a place where, yeah, they, they have all their tools in their toolbox yeah, to exactly. deal with whatever they have to. And that, that is super awesome that y'all provide unlimited counseling at no cost because, um, I mean, that, that does limit services for so many people out there. And, you know, for anybody listening, you know, if you're thinking about making that call, Yes. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a huge blessing. Absolutely. Uh, Ron, thank you mu- so much for sharing your story, yes. mm-hmm. and we hope that you have a great time this weekend. I will. Absolutely. I will. Thank you, Thanks. Ryan. We yeah. appreciate you. Awesome. Uh-huh. Sweet. Pam, I tell you, um, this year is different than uh, in past years with our podcast. It is. We we have um, two great stories, um, and this year we've had uh, an unfortunate group that couldn't make it. Um, that were coming and could not make it for one reason or another. So, but here's, here, although it, that's unfortunate, it gives us a chance to talk, which right. doesn't ever really happen very often because we always have someone else that we're talking to. So we're I think, always hurrying. yeah, I think it's a great opportunity um, before I have to go outside for the hill climb mm-hmm. um, to, to walk through a few things and thank some people. That's right. This, this crazy weekend would not happen without a lot of help. A lot of help, a lot, a lot of, of sponsors, yes. um, some amazing people giving up their time. For sure. And you know what's cool about it is um, tonight, so the, the Pete's and Ponda Seta pre-ride party 
um, we have another person that came along and said, you know what, I want to help you out. And maybe some of our listeners came to a class that she taught. It was a very fun class. Yeah. Marissa's a sweet lady. She's from the local Wedge. She came and donated a grace table for our Pete's and Pondacetta pre-party. Yes. Now, hang on a second. Gray's table. Mm-hmm. So, you guys that are listening, it is exactly what you're thinking when you think of a Gray's table. And I'm as I'm looking over there, it is about a Gray's four table. It's not just a Gray's table. There's literally four tables of charcuterie. I hope I'm saying that right. Yes. Charcuterie food. Think of it as an adult size lunchable. Lunchable. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And the cool thing about it is it is so tasty. Mm-hmm. As I'm looking at a plate that you have, or not a plate, but a bowl that you have there, um, I grabbed a couple of things earlier over there. Uh, it's amazing. And uh, also, we need to let our listeners know, Marissa is a cancer survivor. That's right. And she led a class for cancer survivors um, that you guys went to and, and learned how to make a charcuterie board. It's not just meats and cheeses and you throw some stuff out there, right? No, you make it look all pretty and it very appetizing. Um, cookies, cheeses that you probably wouldn't have t- tasted otherwise, fruits, yep. nuts. And, and some, some things, healthy things. Some things go together mm-hmm. that you wouldn't think go together, and there's some things that you shouldn't put together, right? That's right. That's right. You know, we're very blessed to have her as a sponsor tonight. And yes. I think all the people here are enjoying it. Uh, yeah, as evidenced by all the noise and, and the <laughs> laughter and so forth. You know, the other cool thing that, that happens here at 24 Hours is um, a lot of our sponsors participate. Yes. And are engaged, not just, you know, as a sponsor, but they're participating, mm-hmm. which is really cool. You know, our, our folks from Pondacetta, we have some folks from uh, Sound by Design. I'm going to forget many of them, so I probably should quit na- laying out names. <laughs> don't leave anybody out. There's a bunch of them. And they participate. They don't just uh, sponsor. They're involved and they're engaged and they have participation that goes on, you know, um, you know, one of my favorite sponsors is Pete's Car Smart Kia. Um, yes. We're sponsoring uh, this podcast, but also the next two episodes where you might go MIA. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I'm scary. I know. Uh, so, what Pam is saying for you that are listening is um, Pam and. Uh, Megan Collier, mm-hmm. who uh, is a friend of, of the founda- of our, our foundation and, and of the Survivorship Center, um, you guys hosted uh, with a Y ride that was mm-hmm. sponsored at that point was sponsored by uh, Emerald Surgical Group. Yes. And then for you listeners, uh, there'll be an episode there, and then there'll be an episode with you and Marybelle. Yes. And I can't wait to listen to that one because you really kind of pulled Marybelle in. It's like we're doing it. Let's to make it happen. There's too many stories not to share. Um, too many re- uh, reasons why people ride that we need to hear. You know, it's not just about coming to the canyon and riding a bike, but there's a purpose. Yes, there's so much more to it than just the event. Mm-hmm. And those stories are what it's about and listening to the stories, much like the two we heard tonight. Yes. You know, the survivors that are participating in the event, but everyone is here for a reason. A reason. And, and for the vast majority, it is a loved one. It's a, a, a cousin, a family member, a coworker, a, a spouse, mm-hmm. a mom, you know, as we heard from Tanner. And uh, I still can't get over that. I can't either. Um, I think that's probably going to be marked as my favorite event this year. Yes. Moment, I should say. Yes. So far. I would I would totally agree with you. But, Tot- you know, um, sorry to interrupt, but 
as Mary Bell and I were listening to some of the people that were writing and some of, when Megan and I were um, doing the podcast, it's amazing how many people said my favorite part. You want to guess? I know exactly <laughs> what it is. The Survivor Send-Off. That's the right. You know, it's the survivors that make this event so special to all those people that have traveled from all over the U.S. And, you know, we've heard people from Arizona and yes. Oklahoma. California. And California and El Paso. And, you know, um, we're very blessed here. Um, I, I wish um, more people would take part in the things that we offer. Um, but, you know, we're blessed for those that do. And if you have a survivor friend, uh, make sure that you drag him. That's make, right. Bring him in, just like I did Mary Bell. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the unique thing, too, Pam, is this. There's one common thread this entire weekend. Mm-hmm. One thread. Yes. It's not mountain biking. It's not road biking. It's not camping. It, it, it's none of that. No. It's cancer. And every person here has a story. Yes, a very unique story. No matter how small, no matter how in-depth, no matter how maybe not so important, it is it is important to tell those stories. It is. And, you know, just because you think maybe your story doesn't isn't great or grand, um, it's your story and it's your story to tell. And it's so important to go tell that story so others can be encouraged by maybe what you've gone through. And that's, that's incredibly important because you never know who you're going to touch. No. You never know. You never know. And, you know, someone may be listening and say, uh, you know, mine was not, not that big a deal. My, my, all-time favorite, my all-time favorite excuse, as I say sometimes, Pam, is I just had a little bit of cancer. Yeah. Right? And yeah. we've heard, how many times have we heard that? More than once or, well, I really didn't have to go through anything. You yes. know what? You heard those words. And it is you hard. It is hard. And I, I would just encourage all of our listeners, if, if you live in the Texas Panhandle, mm-hmm. let, let's just talk about real quick, Pam, before we kind of wrap up, is I think we should really touch on some of our key pieces that we have. Because yep. it's so important, as, as Ryan said, I can't believe you guys are able to do what you do, that you provide free counseling services, unlimited counseling services you know that saying that you don't know how good you have it until you don't have it yes you know these people come from all over places and they don't have this service correct exactly I, I guarantee you unfortunately in Ada I guarantee you they do not have a cancer survivorship center no um, so here's the thing I want to challenge all of our listeners to do this this is their homework Pam we always okay. leave people with homework yes. their homework is to go to our website 24survivorship.org. Go to the website, look at our calendar. You, as a cancer survivor, need to find a way to plug into something. Try it. Right? Yes. What do we call it? We, we should start calling it a graze table, but we usually call it a what? Uh, it's like a buffet. Buffet of what you want. You just you, you pick might what you want. Try a little mm-hmm. bit of this, you, you try a little bit of that, and if you like you, you know yoga, Yoga is your thing. We got yoga. You know, Ryan, every time we have an episode, we learn something new. We have a mini vacation. Now we're going to have a grace table of activities to participate <laughs> in. <laughs> For what, sure. What's the next thing? Uh, you know, sometimes I'm afraid to ask what's next. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, but we couldn't do it without the people that support us. Yeah, there, there's so many to name. Uh, we want to thank all of our sponsors. As I said, there's so many to name. But here's the thing. 
um, Pete's Car Smart Kia has been with us since day one on our podcast. Yes. Um, we cannot thank Pete enough, mm-hmm. um, and, and and Alessio that he allows to you know us to use and work on our podcast. It, it, that, that's the that's the behind the scenes stuff. He puts up with our crazy ideas. He does. He does. And so we're super super thankful for for Pete and 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 for Pete's Car Smart. Uh, we're also of course tonight uh, really really uh, thankful that Pondaceta is here yes. with some Park Road Five Pale Ale. I met as as a minute ago uh, one of the guys uh, from Maverick Malts Blaze that, Blaze mm-hmm. that donated the malt. Uh, to go into the beverage, mm-hmm. uh, which coincidentally is a relative of yours. <laughs> uh, Along with Corey, his uh, partner. Yeah. And so, you know, to say, oh, my gosh, uh, uh, this is so fantastic. These guys did this and they did that and they gave us this and they put this together. And here we are tonight with almost 900 participants um, mm-hmm. that are here from 24 states to t- partake in uh, this crazy wild event raising money and being a part of it for our cancer survivors in the 26 counties of the Texas Panhandle. Yes, it's amazing that they've traveled that far to help us out. Yeah, when you think about, you know, we have folks from California, so we have the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And we have folks from Virginia Mm -hmm. on the East Coast. We have Florida. We have the Carolinas. Of course, we have Texas in the middle states as well. I mean, all the way. And I'll tell you, Pam, this is something not very many people realize. We actually have someone who lives in Okinawa, Japan, who is here this weekend. I did not know that. Yeah. Now, actually, so she's she's been visiting family members here in Texas. She's from Texas. She's from Amarillo. Mm -hmm. Um, She was actually here like year two, year three. And um, it's, a fa- it's a really cool story, but she's actually here from Japan. So believe it or not, we really do have someone from overseas. That's so cool. Yes. So so, so many people coming together this weekend to be part right. of this family. That's right. That's but right. you know what, Ron? What I see outside, I see some flashing lights. It looks like the hill climb is about to start. I know, which means I got to go. You got to go. I got to go. So here's the deal. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for following along. Share this podcast with your friends, your family, and so forth. And then join us next week for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.